The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, a new report uh, released today by the Joint Committee on the Joint Oireachtas Committee, that is, on the Irish language in the Gael Talk, has called on the Minister for Education, Norma Foley, to scrap the system which allocates exemptions on Irish language in schools. So, about one in eight kids who sit the junior cert or the leaving cert every year don't have to sit the Irish exam. They have an exemption for it. This isn't a suggestion of a tightening of those rules. It is a suggestion they be scrapped altogether and instead extra resources be provided to kids who would have to sit Irish. Ashling is with me now. She is the mother to 11-year-old Charlie. Uh, Ashling, you're welcome to the show. Um, Charlie, I understand, has an exemption to studying Irish or certainly will have when he gets to secondary school. Is that right? Now at the moment in primary school, that's in place about a year now. He has that since he had his educational assessment and he got an official dyslexia diagnosis. Um, And I'm very surprised to hear the news today. I'm absolutely shocked because I think the main point is that we can see how hard it is for parents and for children to receive an educational assessment alone. And I would deem that a basic support and that's not in place. So if that's not in place, how are other supports going to be put in place? What would it mean for Charlie to have to go back and study it? It would be very difficult for him. It would be really, really difficult. He really struggles with reading. He really struggles with spelling. He's not as fast as everyone else in his class at writing or getting his work done. So during the time Irish is happening in the class, it gives him an opportunity then to go back and finish things that he hasn't finished. So it stops him falling behind in other areas. And why do you suspect kind of specifically Irish is, is, is problematic for someone like I Charlie? I think because it's hard enough for children who are dyslexic to learn to spell English words, to learn to read English, that when they're that age, you add on a whole other language for them to be trying to grasp. I just think it's very, very hard for them to do that. And I know in Charlie's case, that is the case. And... What would fall by the wayside, do you suspect, if you had to dedicate all that time to learning Irish again? Well, I think it depends on what way it would be taught, would be the supports. I mean, currently, just for example, he receives learning support in school and he more often than not misses out on PE. He receives OT stations and so he misses out every morning on correcting his homework. So it depends if he's going to be taken out of the classroom for this extra learning he's then not going to have the opportunity to finish work, do extra reading during the time of Irish. And then he's going to be bringing that home and it's going to cause him so much pressure to have to try and keep up with everybody in the class that ultimately English, math and every other subject is going to fall behind. It's okay. going to impact his whole education. So that that's the concern, that even if extra resources are, are provided to Charlie and other kids like Charlie, that the school day is still the same length and it will just eat into exactly. studying other subjects or doing PE or doing something else. Exactly. He, he will ultimately, he will still receive OT stations, he will still receive his learning support, but then there's going to be another time that he would be out of the classroom. And I really, really would be concerned about that from a social, from an emotional and, of course, from an educational point of view. I really think this is ill-thought out and ill-conceived. I just think history has shown the supports for children who are dyslexic aren't there on a basic level at the moment. 
So if you now take this away from them and say, okay, we're going to put these supports in place, I think any parent of a child with any learning difficulty will know ultimately they won't be put in place because they're currently not there. Porico Diver is with us as well. He's Professor Emeritus in DCU in the School of Language Literacy and Early Childhood Education. Porico, you're welcome to the show um, as well. Um, would you be in favour, can you see the the sense in scrapping the exemptions altogether or, or would you allow for some people to avoid studying Irish, people like Charlie? Yeah, good afternoon, Karen, and, and I think... Yes, so actually the, the, the report um, isn't recommending, it's recommending scrapping the current system, but it actually makes proposals about putting a, another system in place for, for exceptional, for rare and exceptional cases, which I, I'd have said all along would be around 2 to 3% of children, which was the level of exemption if we go back to 1999, sort of before the, the figures grew um, hugely since then. So certainly there, there are children who would benefit from, from uh, an exemption from the study of Irish, but they they would tend to be exceptional and, and certainly as the report highlights it's, it's support for children like Charlie that's really important um, rather than the exemptions sort of being the first port of call which which tends to be what's happening at the moment so you know I'm, I'm speaking as well as my research uh, experience we're also with the, ch- the, the parent of, of a, an adult child who, who has dyslexia so I can empathise with 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 Ashing and, and and with Charlie. So in the case of you know my own, my own uh, child, very difficult to to spell and um, word recognition was very difficult. But overall, her reading comprehension would have come. You know, um, her understanding of what she was reading, she 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 could um, learn from the context, I suppose. You know, yeah. and try and com- and compensate in that way. So when she was at, at at the stage that Charlie is at, it was really important for for me to ensure that she didn't receive. A message that there were certain things that she couldn't do in life like learning second languages so she got support um, at the time it's gone back a, a good long number of years we, we, we had to do some work ourselves and, and um, get some private support because it just wasn't available in the school system at that time but she went on to learn um, French in secondary school um, she's married to somebody from another European country and, and can speak some of that language and I would feel had she received an exemption while she was in third or fourth class, that may have closed down a whole area for her because she would have got the message, oh, well, you know, learning second languages is too difficult for you. And and we even see with the exemptions that um, about two thirds of children at secondary school who have exemptions from the study of Irish actually study French, German, Spanish or Italian. So it kind of, you know, contradicts this, yeah. this notion. So there, 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 are, there are genuinely people who have a difficulty and for whom there needs to yeah. be an exemption. And as you say, there is a recommendation, uh, to be fair, that kind of 2 to 3% yeah. um, of cases, mm. um, an exemption would be granted. But there's others who are kind of yeah. gaming the system a bit to just avoid Irish. Is that it? Absolutely. And, you know, there's... Even a new category was 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 introduced um, in ninety in twenty twenty two. Those that have um, kind of prolonged kind of behavioural or, or, or issues. So, children, students now at second level. You know, I was talking to a teacher last night, and she was saying the children were talking to each other. This person teaches French, as it happens, but the children were saying, "How did you get an exemption for Irish? Oh, you just have to behave like this in the Irish class." So, in other words, if you're trouble, troublesome and not engaging, well. Then you fall into this category now. So children themselves see 
parents, you know, acting strategically, looking ahead to leaving certificate and, and maximising the points that their children can get might decide, okay, Irish, my child mightn't be great at Irish or whatever, mightn't get so many points. So if we drop Irish, it'll give more time for the other subjects. So there's a lot of, you know, reasons that have nothing really to do with genuine cases like Charlie, who, you know, a psychologist might say, yeah, there's very good reasons here why the level of, of difficulty. So dyslexia is a kind of a broad term. You know, about 10% of children will be somewhere on the, the spectrum with dyslexia, but mm. um, some will have it mild and some will have it more severe. And it's, it's probably really the ones who are, who are most severe who, uh, who require the exemption. The, 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 the manner in which you teach Irish, Parik, do, does it kind of mitigate against kids who've got, you know, a condition like dyslexia learning it as well? Yeah, well, particularly, I mean, how, how it's taught is key. And I mean, that would be, and the, the report maintains this, that you should be enabling teachers to teach Irish and, and, and indeed, you know, second languages um, in, in, the, in the best way, a communicative approach for particularly in the early stages in primary school, that it's the focus is on oral, oral and speaking. So for children with dyslexia, then that mitigates against those issues. So whereas if the teacher is, Putting the emphasis on the workbook and completing sentences in the workbook, which really isn't a way to teach, teach languages. But a child with dyslexia will feel, oh, Irish is terribly difficult because it's taken me forever to fill in the blanks and so mm. on. Perhaps that's what Charlie experienced in, in, in his case. But in any case, um, teaching it in the correct way mitigates against it. And that's, you know, that's what the Department of Education proposes. You know, the, a fundamental principle is inclusive education. So the teacher needs to adapt his or her teaching to the needs of the child, not the other way around that the child has to fit yeah. in with how, how I, we are teaching, which essentially is what an exemption is kind of saying, well, you don't really fit here. We can't cater for your needs, whereas actually yeah. we need to support you. I, 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 you know, despite those recommendations from the department, I know the likes of Cunner and the Gaelga have, have been and continue to be quite critical of the department and their approach and their um, preference as we move toward this kind of the TAG system, the TEG, much more kind of situational based uh, Mm-hmm. learning and and there are others who support that as well and they take it further they say kind of scrap the kind of straightforward Irish class and, and instead do your PE or your arts and crafts or or history whatever it happens to be and do that through Irish yeah well I, we just have to look at the, the Gael Scullin and the Gael Kalashti how successful they are in, 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 in enabling students to be you know very communicatively fluent in, 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 in Irish and that's because they engage in so much Irish and, and the language is meaningful to them because so much happens during the school day through Irish and um, that's what the adopt that's the approach on the, the continent of teaching English it's um, called the content and language integrator approach or CLIL where you know in Spain for example about 30% of the curriculum in many uh, areas is taught through the medium of, of English and that's to ensure that their their students will, will uh, um, acquire because teaching just a class of English for a couple of hours a week isn't effective enough, isn't enough exposure to, to the language. And it's the same here. So we have, again, um, proposals. We have a pilot project in schools teaching subjects um, like PE and, and, and so on through, through Irish. Um, but that, that needs to be greatly expanded. One listener says, my kids, one of whom is dyslexic, went to an English-speaking national school. They now attend an Irish-speaking secondary school and they're thriving. If we were serious about promoting our national language, all national schools would be Irish-speaking. So says that listener, taking it further again. Somebody else, the best point raised there uh, by Ashling is that the supports offered shouldn't take away from the learning opportunities 
in school for other subjects. The biggest issue is that the school day isn't long enough. Classes should start at 7.30am and run until 4pm. There needs to be more time baked in for breathing space and to allow for additional supports. And one more text, but I say one more. I mean, they're flying in. People always have strong views uh, on this topic. The exemption system is without evidence. A lot of dyslexic children still have to do other languages, just not Irish. Also, dyslexic children don't have any reason not to learn a spoken language, whatever about written, yet they're taken out during spoken Irish in their class and denied this opportunity. It makes no sense. I think these children are being discriminated against and that some of them will come back with huge regret that the opportunity to speak Irish was denied to them. It also excludes them from 20% of public service jobs where the applicant must be competent in Irish in the future. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.